Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Don Carlo. And you're listening to Binge Watchers. Where we talk about everything TV. Everything? Everything. Tune in as we discuss a new show every episode. And we'll decide if it's binge watchable. This is Binge Watchers. Welcome back, everybody, to the Binge Watchers season finale. Yes, everyone. Today is, unfortunately, Binge Watchers' last episode of the year since Mm -hmm. it is December. But not ever because, you know... This show's going to co- go on for many, many years, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> this lo- will be... We'll be doing binge watches till we die, DP. <laughs> we love it so much. We love talking about TV shows with uh, all of you. Um, and it's just been such an eventful experience for both Aiden and I, honestly. Yeah, I absolutely, DQ. You're right. I, it's been a very, very uh, new experience for me, DQ. Me, me and DQ have both uh, done, like, dabbled in audio work. Yes, um, but this is yes. the first real um, sustained podcast that him and I have done. So we've been trying yes. to kind of pull together all our skills, his graphic design, my audio editing, into this mm-hmm. podcast. And we've learned a lot doing it. Um, we've learned so much. Like, the, this experience has been so much fun. Oh, yeah. yeah it's so much fun. Yeah, this yeah. is, it's been the thing that me and DQ can do over quarantine that really allows us to talk to each other, allows us to talk about something we love TV, and it allows us not only that, but to share it with our wonderful audience. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, it, unfortunately, this is our fifth episode, so we mm-hmm. we don't have that much content out because I was preoccupied with another podcast, unfortunately. He was. But... That's over, and next year will be even bigger and better. We have so much planned for you guys. Like, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be... You guys yeah. better watch out next season. Yes, you guys better tune in more because we want more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> DQ coming in with that hot move threatening our listeners. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, guys. Um, but yeah, what, what are some of the highlights? We've actually had a lot of highlights surprisingly we launched our own instagram Mm -hmm. i think i think you know what i'm talking about aiden our biggest highlight was our mazel episode oh yeah our (laughs) mazel episode that i don't know how we pull that off so if you all don't know or you've seen on our instagram the Mm. official miss mazel tv instagram liked our instagram post for the miss mazel episode we were shocked when we, we saw I it, I was so shook. I okay, so I saw it first, yeah. and I think, and because um, I got a notification. Usually, I just swipe away because usually it's just one of Aiden's <laughs> friends following <laughs> the account again. But then I saw Maisel TV, and I was like, "Wait, that has to be a fan account. Like that, that has to be a fan account." And we were, in, Aiden and I were on a Zoom class, and I literally texted Aiden in the middle of the Zoom class, which it was like just presentation, so it was whatever. And I texted him like, "Aiden, Aiden." <laughs> Miss Maisel liked our photo, and then he was just shook. He sent a really funny photo. Oh yeah, <laughs> of just I, but we sent funny photos of our shocked faces, I, and he went, yeah. I lost it. I completely lost it when I saw it. Like it's crazy. It's crazy Wait, that we got something me. like that. You didn't tell me. Like you, you told me your family re- was so shook. Like how, how was? What is that experience? What was that? Oh experience? my goodness! I told them. It's like, and they were just like, oh, and they liked it. Their podcast is blown up. But you know what? We have clout now, DQ. Binge Watchers has got clout. Yes, yes. Even though we want more views. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're hungry for views. We're hungry for listeners, just so we have a bigger audience to tell this to. Uh, We got a verified Instagram account to like our photo. We did, yeah. And our graphic illustration, because it was was a, a graphic illustration that I did that Aiden helped with. 
and yeah. Uh, it's it's an awesome it. moment. Awesome that's, that's all that matters. They noticed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know what we did? We tagged Rachel Brosnahan, the actress who plays Miss Maisel. I know. So maybe that I, helped. I, 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 ho- I was hoping that she would like it, but obviously she's a very busy woman. So, yes. Yeah. So. But we got the official Maisel Instagram. So, you official know, I think, Maisel I think that's good. I think it's that, good. I think that's good enough, honestly. Like, that's just amazing. Yeah. We've had a lot of highlights over this first season. Mm-hmm. Um. Even from the conception of the show, like even just planning yeah. out our like how we're gonna do it, me making the audio assets, DQ doing the graph design stuff, it was all just a blast. But this is all just a part of the creative process, and it just when it comes together, I don't know if you get the feeling DQ, but you really get I, I get do. that sense of satisfaction. That, that so really, much satisfaction. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially when we create our our social media platform and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. we have. Uh, Bigger things next year. Yeah. Bigger things next year, so look out for that. But today's episode is going to be sort of just like what the theme is already, a wrap-up. Mm-hmm. So Aiden and I are going to talk about our best TV shows of, or our favorite TV shows of 2020. Yeah. 2020 was a hard year. I think oh, we, yeah. none of us can deny that. Nobody in this world could probably deny that. Um, but one thing I know... I don't know. I think for you too, Aiden. One thing that helped me was watching a lot of TV. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> it was the, a yeah. There was a lot of good TV on. There was yeah, a lot of good TV. Lot. And um, if you keep up with industry, actually, there's been uh, well, it's not surprising. There's been less TV because production shut down. Uh, some are trying to get back up and running again, but uh, there's still a lot of good stuff that happened. The Emmys happened. Uh, new TV shows are still premiering, surprisingly. They, mm-hmm. yeah, so it and I will go and talk about our favorite shows. Let's we have, do it. We have, uh, we actually have a longer list. We, I had 14. He had <laughs> a lot of favorite list. shows of 2020. I had so much favorite shows. I should put like a little like clips here and there for <laughs> uh, our upcoming channel. Oop. Is that a tease? <laughs> and my DQ, that is that is a tease. That's a big tease. That is. Um, but we are just going to condense it to five. So Aiden has five shows, I have five shows, and we're going to take turns. So uh, how this is going to work is I'm going to talk about my number five, then Aiden's going to talk about his number five, and then vice versa. Let's do it. Yeah, so should I go first or you go first? No, or? you go first, DQ. You go okay. right ahead, buddy. Okay, I go... <laughs> Aiden, I feel bad talking to you about this because you're not going to relate at all and you don't know anything about this. DQ, I think I know what your number five pick is. I might be able to relate to it. I might be able to relate. Are you sure, Aiden? My number five, guys, is so cheesy. It's so, but it's like, it's my favorite reality show of all time. It is RuPaul's Drag Race. There it is, yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. If if that is not the gayest thing ever, (laughs) I'm sorry that my... Uh, what's it called? Estrogen levels are rising. (laughs) (laughs) Too cute. (laughs) But yes, um, do you know what Drag Race is about, Aiden? Actually, um, no, I I think I, I think I know. I haven't seen any of RuPaul's Drag Race. I know you haven't, but do you have any idea? Oh, okay. Is it like it's not a fashion show, is it? It's It's definitely not. Is it? It's definitely not an actual Drag Race, right? Like, oh my god. No. no, oh my no. god, you're like you're like our other mutual friend that thought it was a Oh, a come on. Show. I mean that as like a joke. Did someone actually uh, think it was an actual drag actually, race? Uh, oh, we will come talk on. about We will talk about that later. <laughs> we will talk about that later. We're not going to expose this person right here, but Oh my goodness. But yeah, it's um, like a fashion show, right? Yeah, it's a fashion show about uh, drag queens basically. So, mm-hmm. RuPaul 
is, if you don't know, is actually the most famous drag queen in the world. He is very influential, not just in queer community, but in pop culture. And he started up in 2009 this reality show called RuPaul's Drag Race. And currently it has 12 seasons, 5 all-star seasons, and multiple like country spin-offs. So there's a Canada's Drag Race, there's a Holland Drag Race, there's a Thailand Drag Race. Like there's so much Drag Race wow. now. It's become, that's why, I've, that's why I'm trying to get more people to watch it because it's such a huge cultural phenomenon. I, I, I feel like listeners of this podcast uh, have heard of it or have even watched it because it's so like huge now. So Aiden, you have to have to watch it. I have to go watch Drag Race? Well, yes, that's my mom. You'll actually love it. Like you will be surprised how much you actually will like it. I'll it's watch so some of the, the best episodes. I'll give it a watch. I'll definitely yeah, give yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. Maybe, maybe some uh, I'll watch by myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, um, it's, it's a, a reality competition show. So a bunch of maybe like 12, 13 drag queens compete for, uh, and they do like fashion, acting. The, the thing about drag queens that's so underrated is that they have to be multi-talented. So you know how Project Runway, they just do clothes? Mm-hmm. Or not just do clothes, but they're mainly focused on clothes. Mm-hmm. Or American Idols on singing. RuPaul's Drag Race, these queens have to do everything. They have to know how to, they have to be confident in singing, acting, mm-hmm. dancing, lip syncing, mm-hmm. uh, making clothes, designing clothes, sewing. There's like everything, everything in reality TV they have to do. Mm-hmm. So they have to be multi-talented and skilled. And then uh, obviously at the end, a winner is chosen on who is the best drag queen. Hmm. And, and it is just, it's so, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. So you have to watch it. I will definitely go give it a listen. I promise uh-huh. you I'll give it a listen. Um, and since you haven't listened, but some of our listeners might have. But if you don't know, this year, 2020, three Drag Race seasons have actually premiered. Season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. All-Stars 5 of RuPaul's Drag Race and Season 1 premiere of Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, all in the same year. It's crazy. What? Yeah. It's I did so not big. know that. Yeah, it's so big. It's so big, actually. And it won multiple Emmys and stuff like that. Or just that, yeah, the Season 12 won a lot of Emmys, I think. Yeah. Hmm. It's so good. And um, obviously this year has been really, really tough. Um, it's been really tough for everybody, and it's also been tough for like a lot of minorities, like queer people, Black Lives Matter, and stuff like that. But if you're a fan of the show, I'm not going to spoil it, but if you're a fan of the show, you know that all three of those seasons that I've just mentioned all had a deserving winner that is not white, and is a person of color, and, it is, and they are all deserving. So that's why the show was so eventful this year. Like it was, you know how, oh, we were just talking about Game of Thrones, but <laughs> for me, like this is the gayest thing ever, but Drag Race was a weekly thing for me. Wow. Like, for all these three seasons. Like I never missed an episode. I always watched it week by week. That's all awesome. those three seasons. And it just made me feel good, and it made me feel happy, and just it, it makes you feel good. It puts a smile on your face, which is well, that's, what well, that's drag awesome. queens do. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll have to go. I'll, I promise that's something I'll go give a watch. Yeah, 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 Aiden. Just give it a try. Just give it a try. I will. I'll, I'll give rec- it a try. I'll recommend it. I'll try to find a season that I know will probably be good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. Yeah, but what is your number five, Aiden? Or My- yours is not in any particular order, right? I, I do have a number yeah. five. I have I have an order of shows. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. 
This one I actually I, I thought long and hard about, but I've been watching it so often with my family, I feel like I had to. My number five is Hell's Kitchen. Oh my gosh, that's an interesting choice. Did a new season premiere this year? I, I don't I don't know if it did. Like I maybe, but I like. But we what watched, season did you watch? Season seventeen. Okay. I don't know is if it's the, the latest new season. Oh. It was like an all. I watched an All Star season, and then me and my family went back and watched old episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we like it so much now. We never watched it in the past. Really? But no, we've never. We, I've never been a big fan of cooking shows. We watched uh, Chopped, which oh, I, I used I don't, to watch Chopped too. Chopped I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's, really? it's I mean, it's okay. It's like yeah, I, it's just fun. Yeah, but like the Hell's Kitchen guys, like they are, they make some good stuff, and it's intense. Maybe because you don't want Gordon to go and yell at them. Mm-hmm. For being bad cooks, some of it's funny, but most of the time I just feel bad for the people who are. Who oh yeah, are you being feel bad so chefs. bad. I, I'm the opposite. I used to watch Hell's Kitchen like way back when, like mm. in the early earlier seasons, um, years ago. But it's it's so funny. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny, so, yeah. It's some funny. of Gordon's insults are just brilliant, but you feel bad for the people he's yelling because he's just yeah, he's ripping brutal. It he is brutal. You know what I saw one time? I he did an interview, and an interviewer showed him how much he swore at people, and he mm. said he didn't realize how much he sweared. How could Whoa. you not realize that? I I know, right? Yeah. Is it is it just for entertainment, or is he actually like mad at them? I I I, I if it's for entertainment, that's crazy. I think he actually. I, I, like, if he's actually that angry, I have never seen. Yeah, I put. I, yeah. I, I was actually just a question. I wonder if it is for entertainment. I don't think it is, but mm-hmm. I yeah. It just that's yeah. Maybe it's the intensity of the show is when. <laughs> when I, I actually heard a fun fact. What? Um, well, it's not really fun. It's actually quite depressing. Um, I because I, I used to watch like these fact videos on YouTube. Yeah. And this one guy was talking about how in Hell's Kitchen. I think after the contestants get eliminated or something, or they leave the show, mm-hmm. they have to go to like this retreat or this like nice like spa or like uh, area, like this nice area to sort of de-stress because the show was so like brutally traumatizing for them that they needed after they got eliminated to go to like the spa and to relax and to like not think about life because like it and like go to there i don't know if they had to go to therapy or something like it was just it was it was crazy because the show was so like emotionally stressful right if that is an actual thing that must they must have the highest like liability insurance costs probably any reality tv show ever yeah probably like oh my god and gordon goes off like he goes off on people yeah yeah. But uh, that's yeah, that's just something me and my family have watched. I don't know why we picked it up, but that just was we season really seventeen, I guess. Was it fun? I, yeah, just, it was just it was an all star season, and oh, we really enjoged okay. it. That's good. That's all right, Steve, yeah. what is your number four pick? My number four is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Aiden, I don't think you've watched it, but I, you should watch it. It's I so don't think good. I don't think I know it. What is it? You don't know it? Oh my gosh, guys! My number four is One Day at a Time season. It is hmm. so, so good. Have you never heard of it? I have Aiden? never heard of that show in my entire life. You've never life. heard no. of it? Wow. Let me give you an uh, explanation. So, do you know who Norman Lear is, Aiden? Ugh, maybe? Okay, okay. Well, well, he's... I never watched any of his shows because he was actually the biggest, like, sitcom showrunner slash producer in the 70s and 80s. He made shows like All in the Family. He made shows like The Jeffersons. And the original One Day at a Time. And he was like a big deal. Like, you gotta look him up. Like, he's like a big deal. And he's still alive to this day. He's like in his late 90s. <laughs> oh, wow, and he's really? still, and he's, yeah, and he's still making TV shows. It's crazy. 
That's good yeah. for him. Wow, he's 90 years old and he's still like a yeah. showrunner? Yeah, he, he's an executive producer on this new version of One Day at a Time. So this new One Day at a Time is uh, reimagined and it follows this single Latina mom uh, played by Justina Machado, who's from Jane the Virgin. And she raises these, she has this grandmother who's played by Rita Moreno and these two kids, a boy and a girl. And it's just this... Um, Cuban family, Cuban Latinx family, just, you know, living their lives. And it's a multi-cam sitcom. And the first three seasons were actually on Netflix, Aiden. So I'm surprised you've never heard of it because it's I on know. Netflix. I've <laughs> never heard of it. Honestly, I've it's never heard so, of this show. It is so good. It is so funny. Like, you know, like Big Bang Theory and like, you know, those mul- and friends, like those multi-cam sitcoms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It It's better than those shows. So much better than those shows. Whoa. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Even like... The shows, because I know you watch a lot of sitcoms. I actually think like it's kind of better than those two. Really, <laughs> you think honest. this sitcom is the best one? Like it's one of the best. Like it's probably better than all the other ones, to be honest. Because <laughs> it's so. Because one, it's it has great representation. It is so accurate. Uh, well, from what I heard, because it, it has like an authentic showrunner who's also a Latinx person, and all the actors are are Latinx and Cuban and stuff like that, and it just has, and it's just so funny, and every single episode is so funny, but it deals with like a hard topic, if that makes sense. So hmm. one episode would deal with PTSD, uh, one episode will deal with homophobia, one episode will deal with like. There's actually one episode that deals with, like, masturbation, I think, this season. <laughs> Female self-pleasure. And it's so funny, but it's so, like... it gets. It's one of those shows that, like, is so funny, but also makes you really emotional at the same time. Because hmm. you care so much about these characters, and you care so much about what they're going through. But it's, like, so perfectly balanced. Because you know how sometimes shows, like, their tone can get a little bit, like, all over the place? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, it's, it's too dramatic or it's too funny. One Day at a Time is, like, the perfect mix of both. And it's so... It's, it's like, really good. And it's also really successful, too. Or, like, it has a strong fan base. It has a strong hmm. fan base. All right, well, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go over to watch. Yeah, you should. Netflix, unfortunately, uh, canceled it after the third season. Aww. But the, the reason why I'm talking about season four is because... The, the fan base was so strong to the point where it got renewed for a fourth season. Damn. On a, a different network. A different network. Wait, who? Yeah. Who renewed it? Uh, Pop TV. It was on oh, Pop TV. okay. Which is the same network uh, that Schitt's Creek was on. So, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. In America. So, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's, it's so good. It's so funny. Uh, if you guys have not listened to or have not watched it, then go give it a watch because it is, it will put, it'll, it's another good show to watch during quarantine because it'll just put a smile to your face, right? It'll just put a smile to your hmm. face. Nice. Yeah. Can't believe you've never heard of it. Oh, no, I've never heard of it. So many shows. I do. I gotta catch up. I gotta catch up. Yeah. But what is your number four? My number four is a very famous CBC show that I think a lot of people know about. It is Kim's Convenience. Yes, loves Kim's Convenience. I love this show so much. I heard of it way back when. Um, so when I, I was kind of I was in drama in mm-hmm. high school, and we did a, a field trip to go watch the play Kim's Convenience, the original play, um, starring the same cast except Janet, and. Uh, mm-hmm. 
it, like, I you loved it the so play. much. Yeah, wow. I, that's how I originally heard of Things Convenience. I watched the play before it became a show, Whoa. and then I started, it became a show, and I started watching it, and I absolutely Wait, loved it. your drama class went to a Kim's Convenience play? Yeah, we saw a bunch of plays. We saw, um, oh my god, I did a, I did a, a presentation. Wow, so you're, you're one of the OG fans, because you watched it oh, before yeah. the show probably aired, right? No, yeah, I watched the, uh, wow. I watched the, uh, the play. That's and insane. It was a, yeah. That's we did crazy. A, we did a, a, a field trip every year, actually, um, of play uh, for, uh, yeah. for like a play each year. So we did this play called Noises Off, Kim mm-hmm. Convenience. Um, oh, man. If we ever talk about plays, there was one play I watched called The Royale, which is the best play I've ever seen in my entire life. By oh, I've never heard. Wow, I've never heard of that. Wow. I, I got to talk to you about that one That's day. Cool. Um, okay. But Kim's Convenience is super binge watchable. Um mm. It is, it's so funny, it's so faithful to the original play, even though it goes beyond the original play. Everyone in it is just a fan, so funny. Oh my god, the dad, um, uh, The dad is so funny. He's so funny, (laughs) oh my god, he's just fantastic. The entire cast is fantastic. It's, every time I walk downtown, I see the sign, um, in Dundas Square, in Toronto, You know what's so sad? I've never seen it. I've never really seen it. I really never saw I've it. Never, it was on the big sign on top of the Eden I've center. never seen the actual... Oh, are you talking about, like, the poster? Yeah. Oh, I'm ta- I am I was talking about the actual, like, Kim's Convenience store in oh. Toronto. Have you seen that? I've passed by a Kim's Convenience location, but I don't think it's the same one. Yeah, like, because you know how they do the exterior shots of the store? Fun fact about that. That it's- was actually another convenience store, but they asked the store to rename it to Kim's Convenience because they love the location so much. Yeah, because they love the location. But that's I think all, the in- that's crazy. But the interior shots, I'm pretty sure, are shot in a studio. So yeah. 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 Um, But you know what? Oh, my God. I just love, I love the show to death. I highly encourage mm-hmm. everyone to go watch Kim's Convenience. It's one of CBC's best shows, that, and Shit's Creek and a few others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those are the top two, definitely. Yeah. In my Brilliant. Opinion brilliant sitcom i got nothing but good things to say about kim to convenience i watched great, it that's a show i great watch representation too like it's, mm-hmm. it, it as an asian person myself not the same type of uh east asian as them but like um so funny and so accurate just their interactions and their you know yeah conversations it's just, like it's oh, just God. fantastic honestly i got nothing but bad things sorry good things to say about kim's convenience Anyway, the whole family is so lovable. The whole family yeah, oh my so god, all of them are so lovable. Um. Anyway, DQ, what is your number three show oh, for 2020? My number three is well, I wouldn't expect you to know this show. Not a lot of people actually know of this series. Try me, DQ. Try me. <laughs> I I've definitely spoken to you about this before. Um, you probably but have. this this show is actually not a TV, not really a TV show. It's a docu series. It is a five part docu series. But I watched it in 2020 during like near the beginning of quarantine and it like kind of changed my life. It was really, really eye-opening experience for me. And it's on Apple TV Plus. It's called Visible Out on Television. And basically, uh, the entire series is a breakdown on the history of LGBTQ representation in television. Like starting from like the early days of like the 30s, 40s, 50s, all the way to now and stuff like that. Hmm. And it it's just it's so powerful, like, and I think you, you've watched, for one of your classes, you've watched another documentary that has, like, LGBTQ representation. The Celluloid, Celluloid Closet yeah, was a yeah. fantastic documentary. It was amazing, right? Yeah, and, oh yeah. That one, if you like that one, because that one's about film before the film's released, like, 19, Celluloid Closet mm-hmm. was made in, like, 1995. Um, 
this one's about television, and it's、hmm. like very expansive. So I think if you like celluloid cost at eight, and you have to watch、hmm. Visible out on television, since you have Apple TV Plus, I do. Yeah, I will yeah. go watch it. Visible. Okay. All right. I'll go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't even have Apple actually when I watched it. I. I had to find alternative methods. Are you pirated it? Aiden, don't expose me. Oh, I'm sorry.、Right、you acquired it. I acquired it in a different way. Let's just okay. Say. And、um, I bi- I binge watched the whole thing. It's not really a show that is like you need to binge watch, but like honestly, the the, the topics are so fascinating. Like similar to Sally Like Classy, like the topics are so fascinating of how these minorities were treated back in. Uh, television history and stuff like that, and as a as a, a gay person, you know, it's it's、uh, really heartwarming to see how much progress progress we have made、uh, since then and stuff、yeah. like that. We、yeah. still have a long way to go, especially in like other areas like trans representation and stuff like that. But it's it's such a such a eye opening show, and it's it's five episodes long, each an <laughs> each an hour. Um, and it has all the it has interviews from like literally L- every single LGBTQ icon. So you have like Ellen, you have like Wanda Sykes, you have like、uh, all these Lena Waithe like talking, and it's just really really fun. Neil Patrick Harris makes an appearance. Oh, really? He's on it? Yeah, of course. He's gay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, knew, I didn't realize he was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's、oh, on, he's on he's the show. On, Sorry, he's on the podcast docu series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please check it out, guys. It's it's amazing. Nice. I'll go. I'll、yeah. go check it out. Yes, but what is your number three, Aiden? Your number. My three, number、yeah. three show is The Queen's Gambit. Oh my Holy god! Lee <laughs> Smokes is this show binge watchable? Oh, oh my goodness! Amazing! Wow. I so I wasn't originally gonna watch the show. I didn't think it would be my style. But then DQ told me, Aiden, 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 you have to watch Queen's Gambit.、Like, I literally、oh, forced him to watch Queen's、yeah. Gambit. I, I was, was like pushing、forced. him to watch it. I was forced to watch Queen's Gambit. Oh、But? my lord, it is so good and it's so. But was so... that a bad thing that I forced you to watch? No, it, it was no, not. It was not、course. a bad thing. It was absolutely fantastic. Honestly, it's just it's like wow, blow it blew me away. How good this show was! It's the cinematography. It's such an awesome show to look at. I know. The acting is great. Oh my goodness! The main actress,、uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah. She's、so、a rising star. Goodness, she is such a good actress. She is a rising star. Like she, if you don't know her, she is from. You know the movie Split. I heard. Yeah, Split. Yeah. With Am、um, Night Shyamalan. Yeah, he's and James McAvoy. Yeah, she's、mm-hmm. she's. That was like one of her big breakouts.、Uh, she's been in a bunch of other things, and now she's just like. On the rise because of this show. This show is phenomenal. Oh yeah! And it came. It sort of came out. Of, well, for me, it came out of nowhere. I didn't know like what what this was. Yeah. But then it started trending all over Netflix, and it became. I told you this. It became Netflix's highest、uh, viewed scripted series, I think. Yeah. Or scripted mini series, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because unfortunately, The Queen's Gambit is a seven episode mini series. I say unfortunately because the show's so good that we wanted more. But、uh, honestly, the way that just the way that it was structured and paced was so perfect, and it flowed so well. Yeah, as media students,、mm-hmm. there is so much you can learn、yeah. from the、yeah. show, like the cinematography techniques, the lighting, the、mm-hmm. pacing, the, the, the writing. Yeah. yeah, it's just、mm-hmm. oh my goodness! Like it's such a brilliant show to look at. It's and, beautiful. It's and beautiful. It's so- Surprising how like entertaining the show was because it. Well, for those of you who haven't heard of the Queen's Gambit, basically it follows this young girl 
ends up becoming a child prodigy in chess. And so throughout the whole series, she's trying to develop her skills and win a bunch of tournaments and be the greatest chess player in the world while also dealing with stuff like drugs and addiction and um, coming to terms with her past, I guess, because she has a very dark past. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's so, so entertaining. And for, for a game of chess, too, like who would expect chess would be such a visual and so visually entertaining. You know yes. what I mean? But that's <laughs> the thing the cinematographer has done yeah. with it. Like he has made, he or she, I'm sorry, I don't know who it is. Yeah, but yeah. they have made the, like chess, such an interesting visual media now because you got the people's reactions, you got the intricate moves, you got people chiming in on what's going on. Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing. Like even when they're doing the, because there's a lot of chess matches in the in the show and you might think if you haven't seen it like oh that sounds so boring but oh my god it's so thrilling and yeah. they oh, don't yeah. even and they don't even need dialogue that's what i love about the show it, it doesn't need dialogue to be entertaining during these chess matches it yeah. just needs to have the characters acting so well and have the shots be so like perfectly framed and you see like their reactions if they mess up and stuff like that yeah it's so good it's so it's good. it's just a brilliant brilliant show like through and through it's it's a master crafted show. It's super binge watchable. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put mm -hmm. it down until I got it to the very end. It is absolutely one of the best shows. Might be one of, if not the best show of 2020. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's definitely. In fact, do you want to hear a funny thing, Aiden? Let me since, hear it. Since that is your number three show, my number two show, surprise, is The Queen's Gambit. What? It's the I know. what? No way. It's yes. The Queen's Gambit. Yes, my number two is The Queen's Gambit. I have nothing more to say. Like, it's amazing. Hint, 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 hint. Um, yes, it's might so have... good. Maybe we might do an episode on it. Maybe we might. <gasps> what? Teaser? Teaser? Teaser. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Maybe next year. Next year? Season <laughs> cough, two? Cough, cough. I have something in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're throwing so many teasers out there. I know, I know. My throat's getting dry. Like, some stuff is coming out. This shouldn't be coming out. <laughs> oh, that sounded so dirty. Wait. <laughs> you know what? I think our audience knows. They know... They know of my dirtiness, yeah. My I was gonna say, no, I was gonna say they know of what's gonna come next season. Oh, I think they know. They know, they know what's coming. <laughs> Sorry, All right, I'm let's, a fool. Let's keep going. Let's hear what you like about. Uh, let's hear what you like about Queen's Gambit. Oh, just everything. Like nearly everything about it. Like it's just. All the characters too are so like likable, and they're they're filled with so much depth as mm -hmm. well. And the thing about the show that I really love, and I think you've noticed this too, is that you know how usually in some, in a lot of dramas, they have like these big moments where characters are expressing themselves so loudly, and they're yelling at each other, like this this big confrontation. Mm -hmm. But the Queen's Gambit never has those big confrontations. There's never a moment where there's like this big, like dramatic, like fight scene or argument or like melodrama right like that you see in like soap operas or stuff like that. it never resorts to that it's always very quiet mm -hmm. and it's very subtle but it's it it makes it so much more dramatic like you have to actually watch the show but yeah not getting uh, yeah. enough details yeah it's you super agree? binge watchable you yeah. need to go watch it yeah do you agree though like it's just it's one of the best dramatic. the yeah. best shows i've ever watched it's super mm -hmm. dramatic it's mm -hmm. it's damn near flawless Damn near flawless, yes, yes. yes. And I, even though we're not getting a season two, um, I think it ended perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, perfect ending. Mm -hmm. I love the ending. Mm -hmm. We won't spoil it. You have to go watch yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, 
what is my, your number two pick? Is? My number two pick, despite everything I said about Queen's Gambit being one of the best shows of 2020, I think a show I pre- I think I enjoyed most, even more than Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. was a show called Ted Lasso on yeah. Apple Plus. It's which stars surprisingly Jake. a show that I haven't seen yet, but it's on you my list. You need to watch it. It's so yeah. funny. So it's based off an SNL skit starring Jason Sudeikis. Um, Sudeikis, I think. Sorry, Sudeikis. Sorry. Um, and oh my god, it's so funny. It he's this football coach who goes yeah. to England to coach a soccer team, um, and it's just it's so funny. Because it's so unbelievable, but Ted Lazo is such an awesome character. He's funny, he's hilarious, he's super likable. It's it's getting it's got okayed. It did so well, it's gonna get three extra seasons now. I am okay so shook three about seasons. that. Wow. Apple yeah. TV really went off with that one. Yeah. It's the season one is just absolutely fantastic. I highly encourage yeah. everyone to go watch Ted Lazo. In terms of Apple shows, like I've been hearing that, oh, it's like one of the best Apple TV shows, it's one of the best shows of the year. And to be honest, Okay, this is like coming from a perspective who hasn't seen the show and who also doesn't like sports at all. Like I was just like, what is like what is so special about this show? Like I, I don't know yet. Like I don't know yet. I have to see it. But what what makes it so funny? Like what? all the characters make it so funny. You don't okay. have to be a sports fan. The whole point okay. is you don't have to be a okay. sports fan to like it, because Ted or knows understand nothing it, right? about soccer. He's a football okay. coach. He's a tier two US football coach. He knows nothing about soccer. Um, well, okay, and so what is he doing with this soccer? Like, I can't say going? that's that's a, that's a okay. spoiler. I can't say what he, why he went to go coach soccer, but it's just so funny. The characters are so brilliantly written. The dialogue is just punchy. It's funny. The characters are likable. They're mm-hmm. hateable. Um, They're hateable. But oh man, Ted Lasso is just so funny. So like, what's he's, like this? Oh man, what's like the structure of this show? Like, is it basically like he's trying to coach? He's trying to team? coach and get okay. the, and yeah, he's trying to he's he's come to the Richmond team. Uh, in uh, in England, and he's coaching. He's trying. He's just trying to win. He doesn't understand okay. what he doesn't know what he's doing. He's a football coach, but he's trying to win with this and, team that's kind of not been the greatest. And most of the humor just, I guess, comes from the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing. He's so stupid, but he's so <laughs> smart at the same time, and he's so caring. But the, all the dialogue is just so good. It's so well written, and you just I, mm-hmm. I don't. There's been very few shows where I've laughed out loud. Really, I have laughed out loud at this show. It's super binge watchable. I highly recommend you everyone go watch Ted Lasso. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of a show, I will check it out. Speaking of a show that made me laugh out loud. Uh, it's time to talk about my number one. What my is number your one. number one? Let's do like a little uh, drum roll. Drum roll, there we go. Drum roll. Here we my go. number one show. Actually, I've mentioned it, actually, if you've been listening since the first episode. No surprise. My favorite show of the year is season six, a.k.a. the final season of Shit's Creek. Oh, there it which, is. Uh, Aiden still has not yet watched. I have to watch it. I know. I have to watch Shit's Creek. I watched yeah. Kim's Convenience. I have to support Team Canada and watch yes. Shit's Creek. I know. Yes. Um, I'm not going to go into the success of Shit's Creek. If you want to know more, listen to our, go back and listen to our first episode mm-hmm. if you haven't already. Um, but the show is just... It was amazing. Um, the reason why the show was so popular, like especially this year, is because it was like a bright and shining moment during quarantine because the last season actually premiered near the beginning of quarantine. It made everyone's lives so much better. All the characters are so 
they become so lovable because I think the reason why you didn't like the show Aiden, right, is because uh, in the beginning the characters seemed a little bit unlikable. Or yeah, like, no, I didn't like any of the characters. They were all yeah. super rich and pompous. Yes, they were. They were rich and pompous, and they were very like full of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. By the end of the season, I I swear to you, Aiden, you will not love another family more. Except and for the family of Shit's Creek. Yes, then the family of Shit's Creek. Okay, all right. You, I promise you. I promise you. I will go watch Shit's Creek. They. I don't want to overhype it for you, but they become so incredibly caring, loving, and hilarious throughout these six seasons. And I, I watched the entire series from start to finish in like the span of two, three weeks. I was laughing. You could hear me like every single morning I would turn on my laptop and watch Shit's Creek and my brother would tell me to be quiet because I, w- I would just keep laughing so hard at David Rose, uh, Alexis Rose, and just the entire Rose family because they're so funny and they're so like, they have their own distinct personality. That's another thing. The reason why the show works is because they each have their own distinct personality. Not every character acts the same way, and they all have distinguished characteristics of themselves that make them so unique and so iconic. Let us move on to your number one show, Aiden. My number one show. So there has been very few shows where I get really excited to sit down Mm -hmm. every week, Mm -hmm. rush down to my living room and turn on that show for me was The Boys Season 2. I'm surprised that you're going to keep control, keep yourself in control. During I, I'm going to try and control myself on yeah. how much I freaking love The Boys. And The Boys Season 2, oh my god, it is the best season of a show I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so good. It's so good. Like, oh, I, I can't get the over it. About? What is so The, the Boys about? So The Boys is like this parody world of like the Justice League and the Avengers. It's full of yeah, superheroes, yeah, yeah. but all the superheroes are complete dinguses. They all are just the <laughs> worst people. I don't want to swear. They're the worst people. Um, they're drug addicts. They're sexist. Ooh. They're misogynistic. They, in some cases, are rapists. Um, oh, wow. And some of them are, I have one, if you've watched the show, you know who he is, is just diabolical. He's diabolical. And another one is also diabolical. Some of them are good. Um, you all know who she is. Mm-hmm. And then you have this group called the Boys, who are comprised of like the main characters. You got mm-hmm. Mother's Milk, you got Butcher, you got uh, Frenchie, you got uh, Kamiko. You'll find you'll, you'll learn her name a little later. Yeah, 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 one. yeah. And then you got um, Jack Quaid's character Huey Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the characters of the Boys are likable for the right reasons. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. Butcher's not likable, but the oh man, D2, that show is Wait, so Mastercraft. They're, they're likable or they're not likable? Depends on who you ask. Okay. I think it depends on the character, I guess, right? Yes, no, it depends. Some of the characters you absolutely despise because they're the worst. And some of them you love because they're the underdog. Like, Huey is just, oh, man, you feel so bad for him. But you, you're rooting for him the whole time. Um, I'm still working my way through it. I've unfortunately only seen, like, the first two episodes of season one. Oh, but I will, I will catch up. I will definitely catch up because it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It is the most graphic show I've ever watched, though. It's really? Oh, yeah. Gruesome. It's really, it's really gruesome. DQ, you haven't seen nothing yet. And it some, is Yeah, gruesome. I can already tell some of these superheroes are, like, really scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Really scary. Oh, so you've seen the scene with uh, the guy who's flying? and he oh, oh, my God. I was, I was so shook. I was like, whoa. <laughs> the guy who we all know who he is, he's the Superman parody. He is... Captain America Dio- parody. 
He's like, a Superman yeah. Captain America parody. He is diabolical. He is he's, the worst. Something something's up. Like he's Oh did, man, did, did, I can't did, say DQ. There is oh something God. really off about him. You're gonna you're gonna Do you're, we oh find out God. in season two? No, you found out in season one really early okay. on. DQ. Oh Jeez, man. What is up with these superheroes? I'm so curious. I know I he's trying to contain say, himself. I can't even <laughs> say what's wrong with him. You're gonna see really soon what's wrong with Homelander. I, oh I'm saying God. his name now. Yeah. Homelander, he messed up. Oh my god, I'm, I, I can already tell. I can already tell. But what makes season two so special? Is uh, Do you think season two is better or worse? Oh, that's or? a hard question. I think they're they're both equally good, Equal? season one and two. Like, it's a direct continuation mm-hmm. I, of season one, uh, but it, it, it hits the fan in season two. Like, like, oh man, I can't even describe it. It's so good. It's so memorable. All of the characters are awesome. Um... Yeah, it's just it's such a crazy show, but you're totally just totally into it. So like it's I was, not like yeah, it's it's clearly not like other superhero shows. What makes it so unique? I because guess, all the because superheroes are the worst. <laughs> they are the worst superheroes ever. They have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. And I feel like it's like a parody of like actual mm-hmm. superheroes. It is superhero culture, I guess. Like yeah, that, no, it's a like direct it's parody. A, it's like a satire almost. Like there's a lot yeah. of social commentary. It. It's yeah, yeah. It's social commentary on superhero movies and on society. Like it's like, what would do we do if superheroes were real? And what we would do is probably turn them into commodities and turn them into celebrities. And then they and then you know they would probably also, be they're not really like fame. they're not really like superheroes. They're more like just corrupt celebrities. celebrities. Yeah, yeah, corrupt celebrities. That's yeah, fascinating. That's one thing I don't want to say about the show, but sometimes you like you don't really see him. Oh, it sucks because you're talking about season two and like you can't spoil. I can't spoil. You have to watch it. We gotta do an episode on the points. This is no teaser. We gotta do an episode on the points. We will. We definitely will. We definitely will. For uh, our next season, oh my gosh, uh, Mm -hmm. of binge watchers, of binge watchers, but. Wow, that is our list, guys. That, that is, is our, our list. Top shows of 2020. It's yeah. been this has been an amazing, amazing experience for me in DQ. Doing a podcast is it's it's hard work. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work when you when you love what you're doing. Luckily me and DQ love what we're doing. Um but it is just it's just such an awesome way to just talk for us, me and DQ to talk, and for us to talk to the audience. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a blast. It's something that me and Deacon can do to kind of relieve stress and mm-hmm. you know not worry about the quarantine, and we're hoping to continue this for for a very long time. For a very long time, yeah. and clearly, uh, if you've been listening throughout the whole uh, these whole five episodes, you know that it and I actually have watch like kind of different shows. We and do, we tr- yeah. We try to we try to recommend each other uh, things that we will like together, mm-hmm. and uh, as you can see from this list, a lot of differences. A lot of differences. yeah, a lot of differences. I. Uh, I I will go watch RuPaul. That's a show I gotta watch. <laughs> oh wow! I love how you chose RuPaul out of. I, <laughs> I promise you, I'm I will surprised. go. I will go watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I promise you. I'm very surprised. I'm actually surprised you chose. That RuPaul I would watch of- RuPaul. <laughs> am I, I am cultured. I will watch RuPaul. I promise you. Oh my you. god! For some reason, Aiden, not gonna lie, I feel like you're gonna be confused in the first place. <laughs> but what's going on in the show? Because it's so. It's like a whole different culture. Like even I. As a gay person was confused when I first because I didn't know anything about drag race culture uh, when I first watched it and I was like what's going on but then you ease into it and you get addicted do I have to do research going in no 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 you don't have to okay alright Yeah. you gotta recommend a good season for me though I, I'm counting yes. on you to recommend a good season for me yes of course of course oh my gosh but that is 
that is all, guys. Oh wow. Oh, my gosh, for this this season. For our, se our season finale. What a oh, moment. my God. Yeah. What a it's, moment, guys. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you, everyone, from the bottom of our hearts, from me and DQ, so much for listening to our podcast. But we hope you enjoyed it. Seem it. It's like the end. It's not the end. This is it's not actually the end. just no. the beginning. This is just the beginning. Oh, yeah. Actually. Oh, I got to say that dramatically. This is just the beginning. <laughs> there it is. Why your eyebrows go like that? Oh. I do. The eyebrows. I have eyebrow. great eyebrow expression. You can't see it because we're a podcast. I know. But these eyebrows, they tell a lot. Oh, but they will be able to see it. They will be they able will. to see it. Oh, you tell them. We, tell them, GQ. Should, should you we have talk to tell about them. it even though it's a podcast? We have a you podcast have to tell them. You have to tell them, GQ. Okay, guys. For those who are listening, um, I know you're listening, probably listening to this on either Anchor or Spotify, most likely. But... If you want to see our faces, guys, and have a more visual experience with binge watchers, Aiden and I are launching our own YouTube channel. Oh Yay! yeah, let's go! Oh, it's gonna be big things coming. Big things coming with that. Big things coming with that. We're very so. excited. We're hoping that uh, we'll be posting some clips where we, we record our calls, mm. so you'll be able to see our faces. You'll be able to see what we look like. Um, and we yeah, still gotta just, figure out the details. Yeah, guys, we gotta figure it out. As as of the time of recording this, but when we do, oh my gosh, we are we Aiden and I are, are Leos. <laughs> we oh, are yeah. ambitious. We are ambitious, and we take uh, nothing for granted. So we are taking advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Next next season, we're gonna talk about a lot more shows. We already a lot teased. More. We already teased what show we're gonna talk about first. You all know it because we mm -hmm. teased the crap out of it. And it's gonna be a get. What, what was the what was the pun? It was gonna be a get. Oh my pun! My teaser <laughs> pun. Oh, what is <laughs> <Your> it? <pun. laughs> oh yeah, here it is. Next season, our first episode is gonna be a gambit. Is it a gambit of a show? No, it's just a gambit. Oh, is oh, that makes more gambit. sense? Oh, I don't know actually. I'm I'm stupid. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best with these puns. Yeah, um, I'm I, I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's okay. But you Bye. know what? This has been an absolute blast. If you I want any more podcast stuff, DQ has his other podcast, Twin Flames. I recommend you guys go listen to that. Oh, thank you for that endorsement. We are Aiden. plugging your podcast. They just yes. wrapped up their series. I actually just guest starred on it. Yes. Um, so take a look at that too. Yeah. Also on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. And from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, and have a wonderful night.